Hey, Miss Tammy. Hello? Hello, Miss Tammy. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm all right in yourself. I'm just fine. Can you hear me well? Yes, I can. That's great. Hey, Miss Tammy Pope. It is an honor to have you on here finally. <laughs> How is your day going? It's going well. It's going well. mother your host here is Juanisha Richardson and you already know for me prayer is release wife is the call of it and mother is legacy um God gave me this uh so women can make sure they were top priority so that they can make sure everything and everyone connected to them would win if they were taking care of themselves first so I am honored to, again to say this, to interview you. I want you to be able to tell the people your story of being a woman, uh, a wife, uh, an author. She's an author. I'm going to let her tell y'all the juicy parts of how many books she has. <laughs> um, I'm going to turn everything over to Miss Tammy at this moment. I'm going to let her really introduce herself to the world. And I want you to tell us, I have some questions, but first I just would love for you to inter introduce yourself and let us know who you are and what you do. Okay, well, my name is Tammy Polk and Tonisha's going to laugh when I say this, but I do a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, I am a married homeschooling mother of three girls and one angel from Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Um, I am a substitute teacher by trade, entrepreneur by choice. Um, I currently run two businesses, one as a homeschool consultant and private tutor. Um, if I just really want to show the world that I'm crazy. Um, and I also um, have a a um a business consulting firm um as well um Tonisha mentioned I am what most people would call an extreme author yes. um I am getting close to 31 books wow um, published uh, 32, if you count the planner that I just had designed. <laughs> oh, as of as of right now, I want to say the count is either 28 or 29. Wow. Um, that's, that's, wow, Miss Tammy, come on now. You and, know they're going to be jumping for those questions. <laughs> right, and... And people, you know, like, okay, you wrote 28 books, you know, that has had to take you, you know, all your life. No, it didn't. Um, actually, I've written those over the last three years. The first was published in September of 2015. Wow. Um, and my mission and message to women is to... Um, eliminate the excuses yes. 
so that you can excel in life and business because life is not standing in your way. You are. And I tell people often, you know, I, I substitute teach. I have the books. I have the two businesses, but I also work as a virtual assistant for other entrepreneurs. I help them with content creation. Um, I provide editing and proofreading services to current and aspiring authors, um, along with helping them to establish a longevity plan for their books. Um, let me see, because I don't want to miss anything. Um, I travel to speak in different, um, <clears throat> not only um, women's conferences, but homeschool events also. Um, I host local events of my own, some of which Tarnisha has been to. Awesome, awesome. Um, I host a bi-weekly international radio show on Blog Talk Radio. Um, I write um, an entrepreneur's um, column for one of my mentors. Um, I just started writing a working mom, working homeschool moms column um, for um, for another um, an actual um, homeschool group. So okay. I I busy is an understatement for me. <laughs> It, it, it sounds um, like it, but I love it, Miss Tammy. The last thing I talked about was mother. And mother is all about legacy. And it's very important to me not to be in a space where I'm making excuses and don't know what's next in my life when I have a whole generation coming after me, which are my children. It's very important. Right. Like with the foundation that you're laying right now. I mean, when I tell you even how my heart is palpitating in a good way to think about legacy those babies have something to actually latch on to when you're gone, when your husband, you know, and not saying it in a bad way, but in a good way, because nobody ever really gave us the details of what leaving inheritance for our children's children is. Everybody always right. thought it was money. I believe it's bigger than money. It is. It's much bigger than money because what we have to understand when it comes to leaving a legacy, what have you taught mm. your children? What have you instilled in your children? Just to give you an example, my oldest daughter will be 15 in a couple of days. And she sat down and taught herself drawing on the computer mm, that's awesome. so now we're working on one her releasing her own line of journals with you know with her artwork on the cover and we're also working on um, a coloring book because she's kind of one of those kids who doesn't like to color um, the drawings that she does on paper okay so I'm actually having those digitized okay. into, um, into a coloring book. And so what I'm 
passing on to her is a life skill. This is something that she can say, because of my mom, I learned how to do this. And now I'm seeing thus and so. Right. Now I'm able to do thus and so. So it's more so about what are you teaching them? What are you imparting into them? What skills are you are are you teaching them? Yes, that's good, Miss Tammy. That's good. Myself, my son just turned 15, July 10. And I'm looking at him. He's waking up at six in the morning, dedicated to video games right now. And this morning I was prepping after texting you and everything. And I headed to the gym and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, Lord, what can I do to, to interrupt the hunger for the game versus his life? You know, so, I mean, I'm not mad that he plays the game, but I, I just pray that there is a limit that he's so driven and focused on the thing that he's gifted to do or assigned to do in life that the game will become the last thing, you know? So I'm dealing with that right, right now. And I appreciate you telling me uh, and sharing about your daughter. You place an environment around your children where they're hungry. So environments are very important. So I had to go back to the drawing board because the thing that I didn't raise teenagers, and I know that sounds crazy because I have six children, to be told we have to be careful what we say and we have to be careful with our heart. Um, this is to me, uh, but I hope it can encourage. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. But look in turn, what happened now? It feel like I have no voice. So I would just encourage myself and others to take their voice back. And I appreciate you, Miss Tammy, for being open about how your baby is just going somewhere and creating. You know, I hope that encourage another mother out there. Right, because what we one thing that we also have to understand as mothers is that our babies are watching us. They watch how we handle things. They watch how we talk to people. They watch how how we move and and how we navigate. Um, and this and that brings another story back to my mind. Um, two years ago, this same daughter. Um, I was actually taking her to the doctor mm-hmm. and I was on the phone um, with, with, a, with a client yeah. and my personal cell phone was going off. And you know how you just kind of nod and say, okay, mental note, you know, when you get to a stoplight, you know, mm-hmm. see what's going on. So it's eight o'clock in the morning. And if you know anything about the city of Memphis, mm-hmm. if you're driving down poplar at eight in the morning the lanes are no wider than a number two pencil that's true so you've got to pay attention (laughs) to what you're doing (laughs) and so she's tapping me and i'm driving i'm like oh my god why are you tapping me So, because it's like it's eight o'clock on a, and I believe I want to say it was a Tuesday morning. And, you know, I was on a section of Poplar, whether it would, it, where it was only two lanes. So it was, it was crazy. But when I got to a stoplight, 
um, I I kind of, you know, asked my daughter, I'm like, I'm like, what is it? And so she pointed at my phone and I'm like, okay, I said, well, this is kind of a long light. So I will go ahead and, you know, check it. And it was a friend of mine whose aunt was looking for homeschool help. Yeah. And I looked down at the phone and I kid you not, my daughter had sent a text message that said, okay, great. I'm on another client call at the moment, but do let her know that I will call her soon. Thanks and have a great day. Oh, see, because she had been watching and she understood the moment of season opportunity. You know? Right. I love it. So she knew what to say, how to say it, and still make this person think that they're talking to me. It's mm-hmm. great. And so not only did she communicate properly, but I also gained a client. Yes, you did. So we have to understand that what we show to the world every day matters. It's like the old um, the old drug commercial mm-hmm. from the the late 80s. This father catches his son smoking pot mm-hmm. and he's just irate. And he's like, where did you get this from? And where did you learn this from? And he's just wailing on his son. And and finally, his son looks up at him and says, I got it from you. Right. I learned it from watching you. Right. Right. Wow. 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 I mean, that just hit a nerve in me. Wow. And the father, he he couldn't say anything. And that's where the commercial ended. Mm -hmm. So... We have to understand that as mothers, one thing we cannot be afraid of is leadership. Mm-hmm. Because whereas, yes, you know, the husbands or, you know, the fathers of men in the house, yes, they are leaders in their own right, but so are you. That's true. If you are a mother, leadership should not scare you. Yes. Shouldn't. Because you are your baby's first teacher before they leave your four walls. That's true. And you cannot depend on the school, the church, and the government. That's so true. You have to find and get it within yourself to say I need to impart this into my baby before they go out there. Because so many times we look to blame shift when Our families aren't where we want them to be, but you can't do that Mm -hmm. because there is a standard of leadership that is on you. 
And so when you, yes. If you could, could you give like women like, okay, I know you're an extreme author. I like that that you use that. If you could give women like three things that you use right now to start eliminating excuses, what would be your top three things that that are go-to for you right now? One is recognizing and using downtime. Now, this is one thing that I say that gets me into a lot of trouble with a lot of people. And I'll tell you why. It's because we as parents automatically think that we have no downtime. Mm-hmm. That's so true. But I ask this question to bust all of that up. What are you doing when you're under the dryer at the, at the salon? What are you doing when you're in the car line waiting on the kids to come out or if you're sitting outside waiting for them to come out of practice? Right. What are you doing when you're on hold on the phone? Right. What are you doing when you're in the line at Walmart and it's two football fields long because they got one cash register open at five o'clock in the afternoon and she just went on break? Right. Those are small moments that you can steal, if you will, to get something done for yourself and the vision that God has given you. Does it work? Yes. And I'll tell you how. I gave that strategy to a guy. Whenever I give my slayers, I always have one dude in the room. It never fails. So I was expounding on that and he told me that he was going to try well a couple of days later um the young lady that i was doing the workshop with she said tammy call me as soon as possible so i called her and i said what's up and she said well the guy that you that you told um he gave a testimonial about you in a business meeting we were in. I'm like, wow, cool. What did he say? He had gone to a baseball game. Yeah. And in the two to three minutes that it takes for the team to change the field, he checked his email. He's a car salesman. And he had gotten an email from somebody who wanted to set an appointment with him to buy a car the next day. Mm-hmm. So during that time where the teams are changing the field and all the radio announcements and all of that, he's, you know, talking back and forth with the guy, sells the appointment, goes to work the next morning. Mm. And the person bought two cars from him. All because in those few minutes of the teams changing the field at a baseball game, he decided to check his email. That's what I'm talking about. So when you think that you don't have time to work on your work on your vision, watch for those moments. Mm -hmm. Another thing about me. I learned to use my nights. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, after 8.30 p.m., I'm my most productive. My husband is going to work. My two youngest are in the bed. 
My oldest daughter already knows if I see mommy with the laptop, walk away. Right. And my house is still, my house is quiet. That's time that I can use to focus on me and what I need to do, even if it's just getting a snack and watching a movie. What time is that for you? Right. right. That's just the first one. (laughs) The second one would be, would be this. Stop saying you're broke. Oh, yes. Come on. Because you're not. Mm -hmm. Somebody asked me a couple of months ago, they said, Tammy, what is the most that you have spent on publishing a book? And I said $9.39. And that was because I ordered a printed proof. Mm. Stop saying that you are broke because, and, and let me just put this disclaimer out there. I'm not saying that you can't treat yourself well. I'm not saying that you can't do anything special for yourself or for your babies, none of that. But I guarantee you that if you take a long, hard, honest look at how you spend money, ooh, hit them where it hurts. Because we waste money. The money that you need, case in point. I was reading a book on um, on workplace bullying. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how she was trying to build her business because it was just becoming too much. And she had a need for her business, the, the author did. And no matter how she moved her budget around, she couldn't find the money. She says, okay, I'm going to have to give something up. So the more that she sat and looked at the money, she realized that every morning on the way to work, she was spending between 7 and $10 a day on breakfast. Wow. Too much. Too much. Five days a week. That's too much. So she said, you know, she was like, it can't be that simple. Mm-hmm. So what she did was for 30 days, she didn't take that morning breakfast stop. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the month, she had the exact amount that she needed down to the very cent mm-hmm. to get what she was trying to get for her business. Stop saying, stop saying. You're broke because I tell people all the time out of the 20 plus books that I have published, I have not paid a traditional publishing house. Mm. I have put them out on my own. Out of the 20 plus books that I have, I only paid mm-hmm. for three book covers maybe four and those are the only and the, those three or four 
book covers that I paid for, those were the only ones that were professionally designed. I did the rest. Exactly. So you cannot tell me that you are broke. No, don't want to hear it. So I'm going to hit you even harder. When I first started my business back in September of 2014, I started counting the cost of how I wanted to run my business. Mm -hmm. My husband gave me $700. He said, babe, I wish I could give you more. He said, but I'll take the house down if I give you any more than that. And I said, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I'll make it work. So he gave me that $700. Now, I want you to hear what I'm saying. That I did in 13 hours in my city with $700. The first thing I did was I went to Cricket Wireless. Everybody know Cricket. Don't 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 act like you don't know cricket now. Yes, I know. I went to cricket and I got a cell phone because I didn't want to put my personal cell phone number on the business license application. I bought me a little forty nine ninety nine special because mm-hmm. I just I wanted to have a phone number. So from there, I went down to the county clerk's office. I paid six dollars to park. And I walked down to the county clerk's office. I paid $30 for my business license, filled out the form. They put it in my hand and I was mad because I had paid $6 for parking. Mm-hmm. And I was in there for about 10 minutes. Right. So I took the documents from the county clerk's office and I went to Trustmark Bank. And I opened a business bank account and put $120 in there. $100 to open the account and the $20 to have checks. Right. I left from there and went to see a man about office space. Mm-hmm. My business office is half a mile away from my house, so I can walk if I want to. Right. So after I gave him the deposit in the first month, boom, I had office space. Then I came home. I had built a website on a on a free platform, but I paid. I have my domain name. Then I put up all of my social media. Um, one of my mentors, who lives in California, she was on the phone with me. Um, she ran an ad for me um, in her magazine. So I started at 8 o'clock that morning, and by 9.30 that night, my homeschool business was up and running with $700. My first set of business cards was printed out on cardstock with the grid lines, and I sat at my kitchen table and cut them out and dared anybody in my family to even think about me while I was cutting on them lines. Right. So when I saw that I had money left, I got a logo from Vistaprint. Back then it was $24.95. It's not now. But I got my 
logo from different got my first round of identity collateral, you know, business cards, postcards, and all that kind of stuff. So I said all that to say, stop saying that you stop saying that you broke. Right. That's good. And start looking at how you spend money. I had a lady to tell me just uh, just a couple of days ago. She said, Tammy, I would love to get your books, but I simply can't afford it. And I asked her, I said, do you have a Kindle account? And she said, yeah, I paid $10.94 a month. I have Kindle Unlimited. I said, do you know that all of my books are free if you have Kindle Unlimited? Wow. She hung up and downloaded everything she found. Wow. And including the one book that's listed under my name that's not mine. Mm. So stop saying that you're broke. Stop saying it. The third thing that I will say is that you need to realize from the jump that everybody's blueprint ain't yours to follow. Right. You have to look at your vision and ask God, okay, who, what, when, where, why, how, and how much? Because I'm going to tell you this. When I built my coaching business, I tried to do it like everybody else. I was going to different people's websites and mimicking their services saying, okay, well, she lives, she lives in Atlanta and has a one day VIP thing where she does this, this and this in her city. Okay, well, I live in Memphis. So can, so like, how can I offer the same thing? And you might be saying, well, Tammy, that doesn't sound like a bad thing. It really is. Because you're not relying on your God-given creativity and ingenuity to make it work. That's right. You're trying to take somebody else's blueprint and build the house that you want. Right, right. And it was not until I wrote my second book and had somebody to call me out. Mm Mm-hmm. And say, have you read your own stuff? No. Right. And she said, you need to be giving workshops. Oh, true. She didn't have to say anything else. I've done 12 Mm. since then. I have fought. I have clawed. I have cried. I have screamed. I have prayed. I've lost money. I made connections, but still, you have to realize that everybody's blueprint is not yours to follow. It's true. And I'm going to give you a fourth one just for the ride home. Mm-hmm. And this is one message that I find myself preaching if you will even more and that is that every woman every woman 
is a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. You don't believe me? Do me a favor. Look in the mirror. Because the woman staring back at you is your first and primary business. What you show to the world matters. That's why I said you have to pray and ask God who, what, when, where, why, how, and how much. Because you can be so busy chasing somebody else's blueprint and dream and trying to build your life off of that, that you will miss what God has for you. I tell people all the time, that's why I write so much. Me letting God use me through writing has done more for me than my homeschool business has has done for the four years that it's been open. So you have to watch whose blueprint you follow. Because you'll have people who will be trying to call you out and say, you know, you're not working up to your potential and this and the other. And then that you're playing small and all of this other stuff or you're not doing what God told you to do. But their life is a wreck. Right. I had that happen. Somebody called me out for not doing something and it wasn't that I didn't plan on doing it. I had a lot of other stuff on my plate, but this thing was on my list to do. Well, just a couple of weeks later, this person lost everything they had. So you have to be very careful whose blueprint you're trying to follow. Exactly. So you said that you had questions for me because you know me. Well, that was, was, (laughs) you've given us everything and I just wanted to throw that one in there because you had, once you introduced yourself, you actually just flowed right into it. And that was the question that I wanted to ask you for everybody, um, how to eliminate the excuses and start making it you a top priority and this is not math work this is not being religious or anything but how do you make yourself a top priority which you've already answered the questions you told us what to do in the four steps well the three and then the bonus so I just want to encourage women to really listen closely to what Miss Tammy has said and share with us most people will charge you a thousand dollars or more to get the information she's just giving you all so I just want you all to utilize it and stop making excuses. And I'm also talking to myself first, because I got this firsthand, that we have to make a difference within our generation and it spears out over into the world. And everybody that we touch, we're making a difference. And on that note... <laughs> We had an awesome <laughs> interview. I really appreciate you, Miss Tammy. Um, Not a problem. In, in closing, um, do you have a website that you would like to give out? 
Um, yes, you can learn more about me, my mission, and my message at www.tammy, spelled T-A-M-M-I-E, Terrell, T-E-R-R-E-L-L, mompreneurs, M-O-M-P-R-E-N-E-U-R-S.com. Okay. Um, you can um, find just about all of my books on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, um, just make sure, like I said, that you spell my first name correctly, T-A-M-M-I-E, last name Polk, P-O-L-K. There are two Tammy Polks on um, Amazon. Our names are spelled the same way. Mm-hmm. Her middle initial is M. Mine is T. Okay. Um, so if you see Tammy T. Polk, um, that is mine. I think only two of my books don't have the T in the middle. Um, but if you have a as to whether or not a book is mine, um, what you can do is um, just click on the name that you see. Okay. And it in um, it will uh, let you know which one of us it is. Okay. Awesome. On that, we thank you, Miss Tammy. And we're going to sign out right there. You all make sure you follow her, know more about her. And if you have any questions uh, personally, please, by all means, reach out to her. This is a person who God has blessed to have a resource. So um, we thank you again, Miss Tammy. You're welcome. I hope everybody and somebody, including myself, gets something great out of this interview. And go ahead and start doing it today. All right. Once again, this is Prayer Wife Mother, and we'll talk to you later.